0: Although Dali and Gala returned to live in Spain in 1948 in their beloved Podligar in Catalonia, Dali's ties to the United States were never to be severed. Between 1948 and the late 1970s, Dali returned to New York every winter, taking up residence in the St Regis Hotel. Here he held court in the King Cole Bar, which became both a site for Darlinian happenings and a reception centre where Dali could engage with a younger generation of American artists who were fascinated by his flamboyant personality and inspired by his ability to break through the traditional hierarchies of art through his eagerness to work across media and across the realms of supposed high and low art. Dali was always interested in scientific discoveries. He once described himself as a fish swimming between the cold water of art and the warm water of science. The invention of the holograph in the 1960s, which enabled three-dimensional imaging, melded his love of new scientific discoveries with his love of optical illusions and tricks with perception. Dali was one of the first artists to take up this new medium. He said... The doors have been opened for me into a new house of creation. Dali's first choice for subject matter was the rock star Alice Cooper. In this room, you'll see film footage of Dali's holographic work, first cylindrical chroma hologram portrait of Alice Cooper's brain. As an art student at Cortez High School in Phoenix, Arizona, Alice Cooper had studied surrealism and had been particularly impressed by Dali. He went on to incorporate numerous Darlinian elements into the Grand Guignol performances staged by his shock rock band from 1969 onwards. Darley in turn became one of the many celebrities who attended the bizarre theatre of Alice Cooper's concerts after 1971 when his band, enjoying much success following the release of their Love It To Death album, enacted wild scenarios involving androgynous sexuality, boa constrictors, guillotines and public hangings. Cooper recalled, We were into fun, sex, death, and money when everybody was into peace and love. We wanted to see what was next. It turned out we were next, and we drove a stake through the heart of the love generation. Alice Cooper said of his initial meeting with Dali at the St. Regis Hotel We met in the bar. Gala, his wife, comes first. She dressed up in a full tuxedo. She looks exactly like Fred Astaire. Top hat, cane, spats. I went, wow! And about six boys and girls, or whatever they were, about 16 or 17 years old, came in. These creatures he had with him were like something out of Satyricon. They were dressed in a lot of silk, flowing things, loose things. They didn't say anything, but they were real pretty. I had this vision of Count Dracula and his wives. They kind of floated around the room. Then Dali comes in. He said... I am the great and grand Dali, and I said, Hi, I'm Alice Cooper. The evening proceeded appropriately kookily. Dali was dressed amazingly in crushed purple velvet pants, gold elastic shoes, purple glitter socks that Elvis had given him, a giraffe skin coat, his usual moustache and sideburns, as Cooper said, kind of up in pin curls. When asked what drinks were on offer, Cooper recounted the following story, experienced by himself and his manager Shep. Scorpions for the whole entourage. The drinks came in bowls with lilacs floating in them. Dali ordered a glass of hot water. He pulled a jar of honey out of his pocket and started pouring the honey in. He lifted it up and up and up until he had this long strand of honey. Then with his right hand he reaches into his other pocket and pulls out a pair of scissors and cuts the honey. I looked at Shep and said, We're in trouble. This guy is out there. Clearly the two hit it off. As journalist Jay Stowe quite hilariously put it, In early April of 1973, a mind-melding of sorts took place in New York City. Over the course of about two weeks, shock-rocker Alice Cooper and Salvador Dali, fabled surrealist, ate together drank together and basked in the glow of each other's exceptional freakishness and, oh, it was beautiful. Alice posed for his portrait in 1973. He wore over a million dollars' worth of jewels on loan from Harry Winston and a new brain designed for Alice Cooper by Dali that included symbols such as a coffee eclair, ant and a soft watch. Dali also made a microphone for Cooper based on the Venus de which Dali said represented the shattering of antiquity by this rock star's voice. Dali went on to create other 360-degree holographic works, including one that depicted him painting a portrait of Gala. By 1974, when a prototype Museum of Holography was opened in New York, Dali was already named as one of the old masters of this new art.